Beating Monkey here from the Razor's Edge, and today I'm here talking to Dino Cazares of Fear Factory. Welcome, Dino. How are Fuck you? Yeah, thank you for having me, man. I appreciate it. No worries, man. So, 30 plus years into your career, countless amount of albums uh, released through various projects, with the most recent being uh, Aggression Continuum, which is going to be released via Nuclear Blast on the 18th of June 2021. Um, with the world the way it is, Fear Factory's futuristic vision is looking ever more possible. Um, can you talk to us about the new album and kind of what's the story behind it? Well, obviously, the, you know, Fear Factory has always been uh, the relationship between human and AI. You yeah. know what I mean? And sometimes those, you know, relationships, you know, are bad. Yeah. Sometimes there's good. Sometimes they're one. Sometimes they get along. Yeah. In this situation, it's kind of like still the battle between the two because um, uh, on this record, it, you know, humans are being captured so they can extract all their memories and their their uh consciousness and being exported into a automaton yeah. so when the automaton you know could actually think it's human because yeah. it has memories right from, from childhood memories and so they think it's human and so it's the it's the the battle between the two because you know like i said humans are being captured so they can yeah. be uh you know so they can extract their memories so that battle is still going on i think you could kind of see it in the uh video for disruptor yeah, yeah. But where, where, where do you get your where do you get your ideas from what, what's the inspiration just you know movies books yeah. you know things like that and just seeing stuff on youtube and yeah. following all those the rabbit hole of technology <laughs> Yeah. Um, there's a guy named Ray Kurzweil who invented the Kurzweil keyboards and yeah. instruments. Um, he's a very t intelligent guy. He's what you call a futurist. Yeah. Someone who predicts the future and where technology is going. Yeah. He's really good. Look him up. Ray Kurzweil with a K. Awesome. Um, look him up. He's got some very interesting things to say. And so yeah. that's where a lot of the, a lot of the concepts for me come from. Yeah. Awesome, man. I say like it's you know like I I was sort of like when when I'm listening to Fear Factory it's like you know like it, it seems like there's so much research and everything that goes into it um, and so like it just makes that makes for that experience I suppose isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know, definitely a lot of research goes into it, and we're definitely being you know socially aware of what's going on out there, you know, around the world yeah. and stuff like that. Um, so. Uh, doing all that I mean doing all that research definitely helps us especially when we travel the world when we're on tour we get to you know India and China and all those different countries that we get to go to yeah. that um, you know it really helps us add to the concept yeah I mean you guys started writing um, Aggression Continuum shortly after you released uh, Genexus um, obviously there's been some legal disputes and a pandemic in between uh, but here we are, obviously, ready to release. Um, what was the writing and the recording process like for this album? Uh, the writing and the recording process for, th for this album? Yeah. Well, we actually went and did the record back in 2017. Yeah. 
we completed a record. Um, you know, mm-hmm. it, it wasn't, we weren't, it wasn't going to be at that moment. It couldn't have been called fear factory because it was being the name, the trademark was being held up in court. Yeah. So we didn't even know what we were going to call the record, but we were hoping that we would eventually be able to call it fear factory. But we went to record and, uh, you know, we used a drum program on this record, mm-hmm. um, in the very beginning. So later on, when I was able to get the retain the rights to the name, to the trademark name Fear Factory, yeah. I was able to go back and put in live drums. Yeah. So it's kind of weird because there's almost two different recording processes for this record. You know, yeah. it was one that we started off in 2017, and we completed, and then there's now the version of this this version now that's going to be out coming out in June 18th. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, obviously. Um you know, to get rid of the elephant in the room, obviously relationships between you and Burton have been quite rocky and, and quite public for some time. Obviously Burton uh, leaving the band in 2002 and then obviously the most recent events with the um, with obviously the name and that sort of thing. Uh, how, how has this kind of affected the development and your sort of feelings for the album? Oh, I still love the record, regardless, yeah. you know. Um, there, was a, there was a point where we where I was going to be replacing Bird's vocals with somebody else, but yeah. um, the record company really wanted um, the record company really wanted his vocals on the record. And yeah. I definitely agreed and I said, you know, let's keep it that way. And so that's why it's so kind of weird talking about um, this record without a singer. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Your singer just quit the band, but his vocals are still on it. It's like, Oh boy. So it's like, you know, just having to deal with all that. Yeah. But I look forward to the future and I look forward to what's to come. Yeah. Do you, um, do you foresee this being the last Fear Factory album as we know it? Um, or, you know, do you think that Fear Factory is going to live on? Have you, have you got somebody in mind who you'd like to front it? Yes, I definitely do have people in mind. Um, uh, how do I see it going forward? I, I think it's exciting. Yeah. You know, you know, sure, the voice may change, but doesn't mean that that the that the doesn't mean that the spirit or the drive or the uh, the whole reason why the band started yeah. needs to change. Definitely not. Yeah. So we're definitely going to be carrying the tradition moving forward yeah. with whoever I choose to be in to be the front man yeah. or the front woman. Um, but I think sometimes change is inevitable, and yeah. I think sometimes change could be good. Yeah. So. Yeah. I know in this situation it's going to be great. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, to be honest, you know, you've been very interchangeable throughout the years. You've done many different projects. I mean, there's there's three in mind that I wanted to talk to you about today. Sure. Um, Divine Heresy being being one of them. Roadrunner United being another. Uh, and Jasta, most most recently Jasta. Um, I'm going to start with Roadrunner United. I mean, like this to me when I think of why I love metal. Roadrunner United is kind of peak metal for me. All my favourite bands, one album. Um, I've always wanted to ask you, kind of, what was this experience like? Um, and would you be up for doing it if the opportunity arrives again? I would 100% love to do it if the opportunity came up again. Yeah. Um, but for me, the experience was amazing because I got to play with some of my friends, yeah. you know what I mean? And we got to collaborate on some music, and it was great. And the first guys that I picked was, you know, Roy Mayorga, yeah. drummer, you know, Paul Gray, the bass player, rest in peace. 
Yeah. Uh, Andreas Kisser from Sepultura and Nadia from Cold Chamber and, uh, and a handful of other people yeah. that I love. But we were able to uh, create this killer, these killer songs and I fucking would love to do it uh, in a heartbeat. Yeah. Love to do it again. Who was your favorite person to work with on that record? Can't all of them. Yeah. <laughs> you can't pick one. <laughs> <laughs> all right. If I change it, who was who was the least favorite? <laughs> oh, the, none of them were my least favorite. They were all my favorite. Yeah, fair enough, man. Um, and ne- next kind of Divine Heresy, um, one of the most overlooked bands in my opinion. It was such a short but amazing ride with two fantastic records. I mean, Bleed the Fifth, the amount of times I've burned that record out and gone and bought it again and listened to it again. <clears throat> Bringer of Plagues, uh, once again, killer metal record. Um, with a fantastic lineup of musicians, obviously yourself, Tommy Vex, Tim Young, uh, the late great Joe Payne uh, and Travis Neal. Um, would there any be, in the future, would there ever be a chance of Divine Heresy uh, resuming and, and coming back and if so who would you like to join you on that oh good question um for sure want to do another record for sure yeah. um when that happens who knows because i got so much stuff going on right now with fear factory that it's hard to do other projects at the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know if i were to do the another divine heresy record that it would take a lot of it would take at least a year to put it together and get get the songs written and get the band members going, yeah. so it would take a it would take a year away from Fear Factory. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to find that time to do that. Um, hopefully, I will. Yeah. And when I do, I I can assure you it's going to be ripping yeah. like the rest of the stuff. You know, it's really difficult to try to keep uh, Divine Heresy and Fear Factory music apart. You yeah. know what I mean? Because even though you could tell. It's me on a Divine Heresy record. Mm. It's also me introducing new elements that I didn't do in Fear Factory. You yeah. know what I mean? So the tempos were faster. Yeah. It was a lot more riffs, some guitar solos everywhere. So there was a lot of uh, elements in Divine Heresy that weren't in Fear Factory. Yeah. And it's and it's getting harder and harder to keep the two to, two apart. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I want. I definitely want to do another record for sure. Mate, you're an absolute riff machine. Where you know, like after all these years, how do you like? <laughs> how do you come up with like? You know, I sit there myself and I will get my guitar and it's like I come up with one. I go, that's all right. But then all I, every other riff, I'm going. That's oh, the same riff. <laughs> <laughs> I think because that I concentrate more on the riff. Um, <clears throat> that you know, I. I'm constantly writing stuff and I'm constantly, you know, even if it's only like just a riff or a half a song, whatever, I'm always, you know, getting the idea down. So I have time to marinate with it and, you know, let it sink in and be like, okay, that riff really works. Like I'll have like a hundred riffs and I'll pick like, you know, 10 of the best riffs. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? And, um, that's just how that's how it is, you know. Because some of the riffs I write sometimes I think are not that great. Yeah. Sometimes I think they're like, oh, this riff's boring, you know. Like, like for instance, when I wrote the song Body Hammer. Yeah. I didn't like it at first. I was like, eh, that's kind of. It's, I thought it was kind of funny, but I wasn't really into it. But then, like you know, Burton got really excited about it, and then uh, he was like, dude, this is a fucking badass riff. Like, I didn't see it. Even yeah. though I wrote it, me and Raymond wrote it, the drums and the guitar, he, uh, 
I didn't, I didn't see it at the time, but yeah. Bert saw it and it became, then, it, then I started to grow. I mean, I'm like, okay, this riff is actually pretty good. Other <laughs> people like it. It really opened my, opened my eyes. And it's something I wrote. It's weird. It's something I wrote that I wasn't even really that, I didn't even like that much, you know? Yeah. And then it just, my own riff grew on me. Yeah. I started like it. And then Jamie Jossa, that's like his favorite riff. <laughs> It's mad, isn't it? Like you sort of listen back and you go, oh, you know, like, I'm, and it's weird how you can sort of go on and off your own songs, <laughs> but then like you're listening back to it like years and years later and go, you know what? Actually, that was pretty sick. <laughs> you know what's funny? My least favorite song that I ever wrote was the song Obsolete on the Obsolete record. <laughs> no, uh, is, is that still like the case today or? Yes. <laughs> Still the case. It hasn't changed. No. <laughs> um, I mean, um, finally, kind of the last project that I, that I wanted to sort of uh, bring forward and sort of and ask you about was um, obviously 2018, uh, Jasta, uh, you, Howard Jones, Kurt Weinstein, Jamie, what a flipping band. <laughs> uh, I, I, was, I was there at Bloodstock and... Of my, my neck was. I mean, I've, I've cut like I cut my hair years and years and years ago. Uh, but I mean, like you know, just, just I could not stop headbanging. It was such a powerful set. Um, you can still, still headbang with your beard. Yeah, man. Well, that's exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> um, was this uh, a one-time thing, or will there be like um, another another in the future? Do you think? Well, we were hoping to do it again but uh you know we'll see what happens you know yeah. we're just barely things are just barely starting to open up yeah. you know from this pandemic uh some of the other parts of the world are still going through a lot of issues yeah so once it's fully open i think that you know that should be a discussion again for uh Josta to put it you know put it back together again and just go back out there and do it because it was so much fun it was yeah. so much fun <laughs> I mean, like you know, obviously it was it was like four, three, four dates, was it that you did? Um, obviously, Bloodstock. No, we did more. We did more than that. We probably did. I don't oh, know, sorry, in, in the UK, I meant. <laughs> oh, in the UK, yeah, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. Well, we did about fifteen shows, or maybe a little more than that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, can obviously um, for this album, we'll, we'll obviously go back to go back to the album. You've you've uh, rejoined up with uh, Reese Fulber uh, and the absolute legend that is Andy Sneap. Um, also returning is Mr. Tony Campos uh, on bass duties. Um, are there any more people in the future that you would like to work with again? Not obviously from the past. Hmm. Good question. I mean, I would love to work with Andreas Kisser again. Um, you know, we can resurrect Paul. <laughs> and have Paul on the record. I wish you know. Um, yeah. No. I think. Uh, you know. I think. Uh, yeah. You know. Andreas Kisser. Um, would probably be my one of my favorite ones to work with right now. Yeah, definitely. but you know, I don't know. I can't think of anybody at the moment. <laughs> um, I mean, look, I've, throughout your career, you've probably seen, done it all, played all your favorite venues and things like that. Kind of what's left now for for you to achieve? Um, I, I, I to me, every time I make a record is an achievement. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just to be able to get a, a collection of killer riffs and killer beats and with some with some killer vocals and get it out to the people who enjoy listening to this music. So that's still an achievement to me. Yeah. Um, every record is, is, that's how I approach it. You know yeah. what I mean? I always feel like I needed to improve yeah. or, you know, go somewhere cool. Yeah. Um, 
and, you know, getting back on the road, you know I mean? Just, you know, with all the traveling things that are going on every time, you know, we've, we've been through a lot. We've, I've been through where, you know, uh, the plane engine blows up and we have to fucking make emergency landing. And I've, you know, I've been, we've been through what, nine eleven. Yeah. You know, we've been through volcanoes where we couldn't even fly because of volcanoes, okay. you know, being on tour with Metallica. We, yeah, we couldn't fly. <laughs> and, um, so yeah, we've been through a lot. And, uh, I just think that just getting out there and playing in front of the, in front of the fans is a big achievement yeah. in itself. What what's the um where's the first place you want to play as soon as, soon as the world opens up again? At your house. My house, mate, you're welcome yeah. anytime. <laughs> <laughs> where's the first place I want to play? Yeah. Probably somewhere locally here in LA. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. This is this is where I've been, so probably somewhere here and then obviously get back on the road and just get out there. Yeah, man, definitely. Um do you have any regrets throughout your career? Anything that you think Oh, I wish I'd done that differently or anything like that. Yeah, I wish that when I first owned the name way back in the beginning, yeah. that you know I didn't include everybody. Yeah, you know. But you know, you're you're a band. Um, you gotta you do compromises, and you want to, you know, cut everybody in, and then you know, obviously, it turned into be a curse later on. Yeah. In my career. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, are you sort of um, are you planning a follow up um, quite quickly with, with this, or are you going to sort of try and get this album out there and get on the road? Well, the main thing would be to get this record out. Yeah. Um, uh, solidify who I or announce who is going to be the front person. Yeah. And get back on the road to promote this record. Yeah. You know, those are the main things. I do want to get maybe a song or two yeah. with the new vocalist, yeah, uh, and put it out there as a single. Have, have you have you have you got somebody uh, in place? Then is there something sneaky there? Wouldn't you like to know? I would like to know. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't say anything yet. Yeah, fair enough, man. So how long until we're now? I don't know. Ah, fair enough, man. You'll know when you know. <laughs> well, Dino, thank you so much for your time, man. Um, Aggression Continuum will be released on the 18th of June via Nuclear Blast. Um, thank you so much. The The record is absolutely a beast, uh, and I wish you all the best with it. Thank you. And if you, uh, if any of your, anybody who's listening wants to go out there and uh, purchase... Uh, the CD, the cassette, the vinyl, merchandise, go to fearfactory.com and there you'll find everything. Plus, we're also doing some giveaways. Uh, we're giving away my Ornsby signature uh, seven-string guitar. We're giving away guitar pickups. We're giving away guitar pedals. So, yeah, go to... The, go to uh, that's my signature overdrive pedal from Proton Pedals. Yeah. Um, yeah, so go to Fear Factory dot com and there you can do all the it's called a pre-save and pre-add and you can go there and you get a chance to win all that stuff bro man well you heard it here first go guys <laughs> go to it <laughs> thank you dino nice one man thanks for listening make sure you keep up to date with future episodes by subscribing to our channels for more information on this podcast 
or for all the latest music news, reviews, interviews and more, head over to our website www.theraziseedge.rocks.